0: what's up all you cool cats and kittens the fellas are back again we're up in the internet we're up in the fiber optics doing this podcasting thing it's stick and rink better known as stick and rink podcast it's episode 40 uh we've got we've got an absolute bomber of a guest today an absolute (laughs) gem of a man uh we've also got an absolute fuck off no you're good fuck off already (laughs) dude Dude, that's bullshit. I think I happened last. I feel time. like
1: you we, timed out. Where's the watch? No. I, I, I bet yeah. you
0: timed. I bet you timed out. You idiot. No, <laughs> you are looking pretty good. I, yeah, Thanks. we're all yeah, good. I was on a. I was literally on a roll. I had a great line coming up. We've got an absolute sexy sponsor. Sexiest sponsor. May I add you in DraftKings, the presenting sponsor of Sticker Ring Podcast, especially episode forty. DraftKings. You can use our promo code THPN at signup gets you a free five dollar entry with your minimum five dollar deposit um so that's at sign up please use our promo code help the boys out help DraftKings out because you got guys like me who you can take advantage of I'm constantly up in the head-to-head battles so if you're looking for free money DraftKings gives you a little bit with our promo code sign up but I also just donate to the cause in tons of NHL head-to-head matchups and what I like to call UFC bets now I held my word I made my UFC lineup for this last weekend for UFC 261 Zach was it 261
2: I believe so yeah
0: what do we get? They, they got they eventually got to do something like like Xbox does or the iPhone does, where they just like throw throw you for a loop and they throw in a, a letter instead of a number. It's just getting ridiculous for me. But back to the lineup. So thankfully, I did not have Chris Weidman's right leg on my lineup. I skipped out on that one, but I did have my girl. What's the name? Whaley. Now Whaley got a good old stiff foot in the face, so that <laughs> fucked my team up right there. And then. I also had James Franco from The Spring Breakers on my team, otherwise known as Jorge Masvidal. Now he took about as stiff as a right fist as you can take in the face, as well. So it's safe to say my DraftKings team sucked ass this weekend. But there was someone out there who put the right lineup together and they won seventy five thousand dollars. So kudos to that person. Once again, if you want to get on the action, every UFC event, every hockey game, tons of opportunity. Promo code THPN at sign up. I'm starting to see the one bar connection in my corner right when I'm ad reading. That's fucking scary. Oh harder baby Uh. Guys, we got viewers. We're going viral right now, and it's for a good reason because we got our friend Zach on the podcast, fully known as Zachary Lucas. We're gonna get to the whole two first name thing later, but Zach, you are known as my betting expert, my stock expert, basically anything that comes with making me rich one day, you are my expert. So thank you for coming on the show, sharing your wisdom. It's good to have you.
2: Yeah, thanks for the invite. And you know, I've told you for the longest time about Penn and a couple other stocks. So I was trying to make you money and hopefully you listened.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely got in and uh, the plane's going down. Let's just say that the, the, <laughs> the market is going down in a sharp nosedive, but I'm okay. I like where I'm at. I like my average prices. I'm starting to use You're all notes. about it's buying high, day. selling low.
2: Is that your strategy? <laughs>
0: I, I'll, I'll ride it into the ground if I have to. That's, I think that's the vibe I'm getting with it. But, uh, fellas, you guys don't know Zach very well, but, um, he's about to, te- you're about to learn today, is what I would say. Um, we're going to talk a ton of betting. We're kind of going to give our listeners a good view into the landscape of what gambling is becoming and sports gambling in Canada and North America. Cause it's, man, shit's been changing for three years now. And in Canada, it's about to change a whole hell of a lot more. Um, to start off the show, we do have to mention my mom is watching. She says, hi, Zachary. Um, so she will be filtering through all of our comments, and as I've learned <laughs> through that. But my Zach, mom why don't you is go also ahead. watching here. Oh, no uh, shit. Yeah. If, Zach, if <laughs> Zach's mom, if you're out there, please interact with my mom on the Facebook chat. That would be probably the most <laughs> hilarious thing we've ever seen. Um, but Zach, why don't you just go ahead and just tell the listeners and tell Josh and Raf what you do and uh, what you, what kind of your scene is in the sports gambling world
2: yeah so you know first off thanks for having me on and uh, yeah so a big part of what i do uh, you know my official title is uh, trading analyst uh, for twin Spires sportsbook so the big thing that the main thing i do is really player profile so we want to know what our players are betting how they're betting where they're betting when they're betting you know state by state uh reviewing limits you know so for example for ufc 261 we're going to take big limits on the main event but we're not going to take as bigger limits uh, on the smaller card and you know, we'll see who's max betting a certain side, who's winning, who's losing. You know, players who are losing, we're gonna give them bonuses. We're gonna send them out emails and tell them, hey, keep betting with us. We'll, we'll give you a percentage of your losses back. Uh, and as someone who's winning, well, we're gonna review your limits and, and see if it's good action that we wanna take. And then a lot of the other stuff is making sure that we have the, the right betting markets on our, on our website. So you know, DraftKings, for example, they're a competitor of ours. Uh, you know, glad that you guys have them as a sponsor. Um, so you know we look at them and say hey they have 200 betting markets on a on a baseball game. We need to match that. Because if we don't, what's the point of betting with us? We we're, you know, don't sign up. Just go bet with DraftKings, go bet with FanDuel. So big part of what I do is make sure that we're competitive and we're offering everything that we can.
0: Oh yeah. Well, so what you're telling me is that all these kind of codes that I'm getting and all these discounts and all these free bets, that's a good thing. That's not but not because I'm a whale. Or uh, it is because I'm a whale.
2: Well, no, you're definitely not a whale. So I mean, you know, every sports book right now, especially in the states, they're vying for users, so they're spending like crazy. You know, you look at DraftKings, for example, they spent five hundred million dollars last year on marketing alone. You know, they they are a profitable business right now because all they do is spend. So all these codes you see, all these different promos from from everyone, they're to trying you, to you. get your business. Yeah. Exactly. THPN, they're looking to get your business. Um, whether you're betting a dollar or you're betting $10,000, they want you. That's it. Plain and simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. And
3: well, then I guess so, eventually over time you just build that loyalty and it's like you proceed to just stick with DraftKings as opposed to going to somebody else.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, some companies do a different way. You know, Barstool, Dave Porno, obviously everyone knows him. They're going a different way. Right. They're not going to spend as much money marketing because they have bloggers, they have you know a big social media presence. They don't need to spend the money like DraftKings does. However, yeah. DraftKings can't keep spending five hundred million dollars every year. Eventually, the ATM is going to run dry, and then that's when Barstool comes in. You know, BetMGM and PointsBet. That's when they start kind of taking some, some of those users back because those promos are going to dry up eventually.
3: So, do you think it kind of just boils down to it just being a giant? For lack of a better term, like pissing contests as to who has more money than the other and just who can outlast who in this kind of market?
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, the market's, you know, it's only getting started. I mean, PASPA, yeah. which was the, you know, the big bill in 2018. You know, 27 states have been legalized since then. So, you know, we're, we're only getting started. We have another dozen states on the horizon in 2021 and 2022. So it's really DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM. They're yeah. on the top of the mountain. They're going to outspend everyone. You know, a company like Ours, twin spires. You know, we're not really spending as much. We're going to go a different route. We're going through the horse, horse racing route. We're a big name in horse racing. We have got the Kentucky Derby next week, so we're going to be pushing out a lot of promos around that. Um, but yeah, it, we'll, we'll never outspend DraftKings, and you know, we'll yeah. see what happens at the end. We're going to run out of money eventually.
3: Fair, true. We're going to get a little too greedy.
1: Zach, I, I have a question here for you. So, when you say like, obviously, your company is big into horse racing. My question is: Are you personally big into? <laughs> like, are you the guy like watching the TV, slapping his ass with the paper, like at, as you're waiting for your horse across the finish line? I, road?
2: you know, I I used to be I used to be I used to go to the River Rock uh, when I was 19 and 20, and they had a small little race book at the uh, at the top of the casino. I think it was on the second floor, and I was the youngest one there by about 30 years. <laughs> and, and I would and I would always go, and I would be you know yelling at the TV. I was betting two dollars a race you know i wasn't winning any yeah. money yeah um, but you know, I, was, I was passionate about it and i loved it and i've been betting on sports and, and horses since i was you know 16 and and i had a fake id and my parents are watching they don't know this but i did have a fake id and <laughs> you know i would go and bet, and so and it was fun so yeah no i love i love what i do it's uh doesn't feel like a job to me it's really just a passion
1: mm-hmm. yeah i That's i have job. to ask as well is there kind of one bet that you like one crazy bet that you have money on this year like where you're like fuck it i'll just bet 10 bucks and see if it pays out
2: um you know i, I can't remember the last time i only bet 10 dollars on something usually <laughs> I, I i usually bet bigger um you know when i started when i started out i was been a bit smaller i mean the one bet that comes to mind i think you know my entire life um was actually horse racing i did a parlay with. I think the Houston Rockets to beat the Golden State Warriors a couple of years ago when Durant was on the team. And then I took a, a horse called Maximum Security, which won the race. However, it was disqualified and it was the first horse ever in the history of the Derby to get disqualified. And I think it was like a $50 parlay to win 5500 And I was yeah. at the Hastings racetrack and the bet went through because they... They said it was a winner, so I had fifty five hundred dollars on my account. I'm laughing, I'm drinking, you know, I'm popping bottles. And then, <laughs> twenty minutes later, the bet's canceled. However, I placed <laughs> that fifty five hundred dollars on a different bet, so the sportsbook had to actually honor uh, the fifty five hundred. Uh, let's go. That's, That's massive. Huge. And then the bet won, and then I had like nine thousand, and then I just cashed it out. So that was great. Oh, huge! Crap.
0: Holy it, hell! See, now I I want to challenge you guys here. There is a moral to this story. Can anyone tell me what it is? Don't be a pussy, bet big.
3: Gambling's dangerous.
0: <laughs> close. It's pretty close. But anytime that you win a bet and you're about to bet it again and someone says, no, dude, just walk out like you got enough. Hell no, dude. If your gut says bet the money, you bet the money. Now, that doesn't always work <laughs> out for me, but I like that it worked out for you there.
2: I mean, I would never advise to do parlays. I know, Elijah, you love your parlays.
0: <laughs> Every <laughs> time is, I show him parlays, he's like, you understand that's how Sportsbook makes their money, right? It is. It is.
2: It is a big sucker but i mean you know your five team nhl money line parlays you know you do a five team parlay that's a 35 percent house edge so for every hundred dollars you're betting we're going to win 35 dollars. so over time you know you're just going to end up losing because the house edge is too high yeah. but you know i always tell people if you want to bet a parlay do it for fun don't do it to make money anyone who tells you they make money betting parlays they are a liar. <laughs> yes.
3: back.
0: I, I hope our I hope our Snapchat groups watches because we've got a couple degenerate Bartle betters in there, and I'm looking at you, Luke. You post the wins, Luke. I need to see the losses more often. Okay, <laughs> they
2: never they never post the losses. No, no that's the hard thing
0: as a does. gambler. If you can do that, you've you've made it as a gambler. Now I'm looking at the conduct the Kentucky Derby board right now, and all I typed in was just like Kentucky Derby favorites or, or just odds. Um, does is the highest it goes fifty to one? real horse
2: uh no i don't believe so i think we've had a few hundred or ones i can't tell you a hundred percent sure um but yeah i think i think i've seen a few hundred or ones.
0: okay I'm, I'm looking at hidden stash right there 50 to one that's a nice little bet that's a nice little pick in there there's some there's some hidden gems for sure
1: so mm-hmm. regarding regarding the kentucky derby most people when you ask them you know what's your dream sporting event to go to like Stanley Cup Final, Super Bowl, World Series, Olympic gold medal game—is yours the Kentucky Derby? Like, would you just be going nuts or what?
2: I would. I would love to go. It's definitely on the bucket list. I've been to a Stanley Cup game. I uh, went to the Canucks Bruins game five, I think it was. So that was also on the bucket list. We won one nothing. shut out. Great game. Um, no. So yeah, Kentucky Derby's up there. I think a Final Four march madness uh i've been to the elite eight but i haven't been to a final four uh, but yeah derby for sure um i was you know supposed to go i would say but obviously COVID hit and the borders are closed but next year for sure i'll be down there Love that. Oh,
3: yeah. i feel like we're pegging you as a giant like horse racing kind of guy here are there any other sports that you're just incredibly into or are we just like
2: uh i mean you know i love tennis baseball. I mean, I love all sports to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I love betting tennis and playing tennis. Um, but you know, honestly, you could you could pick a sport and I could probably, you know, talk for a few hours about it. So it's my
3: that's job fair. to
0: know everything. So that's kind of how it goes.
3: Right. Yeah. Makes it more natural. Okay.
0: What's what's um I, I feel like college football is your biggest sport, now, Like fandom wise?
2: Uh betting wise it's NFL for sure. Okay. Yeah, betting wise. Um, yeah. The thing with college football is there's more teams you know, more games, NFL, you're, you know, you obviously only have like 32 teams, um, but NFL by far, then college football. And then I would say probably basketball.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Interesting. So Interesting. College, college football for all the sports betters out there. Do you always hit the over? You always hammer the over. In college <laughs> football. You have to like, there's when I was like, kicking the 88, 88 and a half team. Yeah. 88 and a half. Take the over. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, overs are very popular. I mean, you can go to any sport. The general trends are people love banging the favorites and they love betting the overs. And it, it's not just college football. It, it's anything. It's people want to root for a high scoring team and a high scoring game. They don't want to root for a boring game. I love that. I love betting unders. I will root for a zero-zero draw. I will, you know, 10-7 final in a football game. I don't care. I love the unders.
0: Okay. Okay, I like that. That's the patriot way. We're gonna get into some patriot talk later on. I want to jump in. So I want to jump in this landscape thing I was talking about because. So I've I uh, I sent some readings to Ralph and Josh. I know they didn't read them. That's okay. We're gonna brief it anyway. So, like you said, the states passes their bill back in 2018, I think it was, and yeah. uh, now now Canada's got their their basically their their sports betting legalization process. It's it's more than begun. It's 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 near the finish line. I would say. Um, there was another there was another. Passed through the house of commons i think two days ago so we're basically why don't you just explain what it is that's changing in in canada because i think for a lot of people everyone knows someone that bets on sports and obviously it's done illegally right now but i I don't think people understand what the bill is going to do kind of for the economy once but also just for like day-to-day life at casinos or anywhere around sports betting in canada
2: yeah so i mean first off you know estimated that there's 10 billion dollars wagered in canada illegally right now so that's a lot of money that these provinces aren't seeing because uh, obviously if this bill passes, they would get a cut. Uh, so basically this is, yeah, so it's bill C218 uh, and what it would do is it would allow single game betting. So right now, if you were to go to you know playnow.com or something, you would have to bet on two teams in order to make a bet. Uh, which is very tough. It's very tough to win one bet, let alone two. So this would You're, legalize...
0: just talked about parlays too. Like <laughs>
2: Exactly. So this would legalize single game uh, event betting, which would be huge. I mean, everyone wants it. Uh, the leagues want it. All the owners and commissioners. And it's definitely, it's changed a lot because it's so popular now in the United States. 10 years ago, owners didn't want it. NFL... Ah, uh, commissioner said, "No, it's you know integrity of the game. We can't have this. You know, there's going to be you know match fixing. You know, Tim Donahue in 2007 when he was you know roughing the NBA and he was fixing games with the mob. It's like it was very taboo, and now it's totally out in the open. Canada, of course, is you know last to to the party. Um, hopefully, it passes uh, through the Senate. Uh, basically, it's in its final steps, and if it does, then it will come down to each province uh, running their own uh, sports betting."
1: So is yeah. there an actual timeline as to when we can expect to actually legally sports bet?
2: I mean, I would hope uh, by NFL season, uh, but who knows? I mean, there's been rumors of an election because uh, last time this bill was in the Senate, uh, there was an election and then the bill disappeared and it was gone. And so we're trying to avoid that. Um, but if everything goes smoothly, I would say probably by the NFL season. Um, so it will so be perfect. Like- yeah, it would be Perfect. Yeah. September, October, I think would be a perfect time.
1: That'd be huge for World Series and all that stuff. That'd be kicking off right away.
2: And, you know, all these companies, I mean, there's so many big players involved. I mean, one of them, The Score, I think would be, you know, a big player. So, uh, a company I've mentioned a few times to, Elijah. That hasn't been in so, in so well good stock. Stock Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: I've lost about 40% you're...
2: on that one, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, The Score, I mean, Can is their home turf. So I feel like they're going to be one of the first – uh, sites that are going to be legalized. Um, you know, they have 3 million users on their app monthly. I mean, I think everyone knows someone who uses the score app, so they have a big advantage there. I mean, they've been involved in the bill. They have a lot of connections here. Um, so you got, you got to look at them to be probably the first company to, to get a license. And, you know, data has showed that if you are first in state, you're going to get a bigger market share because if you're the ninth company coming into a province, what incentive do I have to bet with you?
1: You're late to the market.
2: Yeah you're late to the party. So, you know, a company like The Score, they're going to probably be first in line. And then you got to look at, um, you know, the provincial lotteries, BCLC, OLG, uh, WCLC, ALC, that does the Maritimes. I mean, they're going to want a piece of the pie. And then you have DraftKings, of course, you have FanDuel. Um, all these CEOs have said they want to join and, you know, I'm really excited to see what happens.
0: Yeah, uh, so this so the way this bit like this bill all happens and then so like you said you leave it up to the provinces to kind of figure out what happens at that point because just like when a state legalizes gambling if i have this right after it's legalized then the state has a choice to make whether or not they pretty much want to provincially run it and have everything go through them which i think a few states are, are still doing at this point or, yeah, or do you want to leave it open to everyone like the draft kings, the barstools the fan duel kind of thing
2: yeah so you know, you look at some states and they've done such a terrible job i mean oregon is state run and their numbers are terrible now the governor finally realized okay we need to open this up because you need competition you can't have a state especially when a lottery just doesn't really know anything about sports betting this is all new to everyone you know again it's 2018 this this thing passed so a lot of people are learning you look like a look to a state like new jersey they have 20 different betting sites uh you know you look at colorado they're open market i mean you you need to have competition so I would think that these provinces would be wide open for everyone. Um, you know, a lot of these companies have connections. You know, you look at Caesars. They just bought William Hill for $4 billion. They run a hotel in Windsor, Caesars, Windsor. You know, Barstool has a huge connection with spinning Chicklets uh, and Pink Whitney uh, you know, in Canada. So it's everyone knows about Barstool. Um, you know, so I think it's going to be open for everyone, and it's really up to the provinces of how much they're going to charge and the cut they want. Mm-hmm.
0: And so timeline wise, like if let's let's say the whole NFL season timeline pans out, we're illegal around then. I haven't really followed this part of it. What so, like what establishes itself first? Is it people coming in with like Internet software and apps and stuff like that, where that just immediately jumps in? Or are we talking like at the River Rock, there will be a sports book set up by the time this bill legalizes?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I think it depends. Like, uh, you know, some states they do. Uh, you know, you need to have a retail casino partnership in order to offer mobile gaming. So, you know, for example, Michigan, you know, Twin Spires, we're, we're partnered with a casino called Island Resort. And in order to offer mobile betting to everyone else in the state, you need to have that retail presence. So I don't think provinces are going to do that where you need to have a retail presence at the River Rock. I think it's going to happen, though. I think you're going to go to the River Rock. You're going to go to the park. You're going to go to Rogers Arena and there's going to be kiosks at all these different places because of the Canucks, of course, they're going to partner with someone. You see all these teams partnering with all these sites, DraftKings and the Cubs, uh, you know, BetMGM with the Tigers and the Red Wings. And you see them partner with athletes, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. You're going to see, you know, Austin Matthews be, you know, partner with some sort of site. So it's only a matter of time.
0: That's going to be fucking wild when that happens. When we start seeing little shy Elias Patterson partner up with Barstool and causes another shitstorm. Oh, (laughs) God. Wait till you hear that one, boys. That's going to be wild. Zach, I have a question for you. So
3: with, obviously, sports betting and everything like that, one thing that you did brought up was that every single province is going to try and get a piece of the pie as far as the money that's going to be circulating through it, right? Do you see this being something that's going to be impactful on our economy in the sense where it's like our economy might have a little bit more funding through these types of things,
2: or...? oh yeah like, for sure I, yeah so you know they estimate that i think 2500 jobs i think will be created they're going to make millions of yeah. dollars because you, know, you think about it this way say ontario which if you compare to the states is i think the sixth largest state if you were to compare so population wise it's huge money's going to yeah. be flowing you know say for example you have a sports book that makes 20 million in revenue and the province takes a 10 percent cut now you know you multiply that by Five or six and seven other sports books that who are going to have to pay the province. They yeah. have a lot of money for funding for schools and highways. And you, know, you see New Jersey as an example, I mean, they've made hundreds of millions of dollars for the state. So it's really not about how much they're going to make. It's are they going to utilize it properly?
3: Yeah, fair. Understandable. Especially like right now, that could be a very valuable thing, especially with how we're being impacted through the whole pandemic, right?
2: I think that's so. the reason why this bill has been pushed too and and you look at the states uh, states are they're losing money they need they need a money maker and yeah uh, online gambling is covid proof so yeah. they're trying to push this as fast as possible yeah true true
0: we got it we got an insider in the facebook chat we got jordan mitchell chiming in casinos already kicked back 5 to 10% of specific game revenues to the mun- municipalities they operate in so we looks like we got a city worker on the inside there. That's pretty sick. Um, <laughs> apparently thinks he knows the ins and outs. Now, I want to kind of pivot here, guys, a little bit. I want to talk about the ins and outs, something else, something that really fucking blows my mind, Monday to Friday. I think it's 7.30 to 3, whatever the fuck it is, the stock market. Can you explain what the hell the stock market means nowadays in 2021? Well, I mean, uh, it's... Uh... <laughs> like, does the internet just rule everything?
2: Yeah, you know, I think stock twits and you know Reddit, Wall Street bets, uh, you know that they're really the the big drivers to all this. You know, I yeah. I had no stock market experience, you know, prior to to COVID, and you know, honestly, as bad as COVID has been, it's been honestly a blessing for me and a few of my friends because we've been able to get a lot of these stocks, uh, you know, at a dirt cheap price, and you know, it hasn't been pretty the last few weeks, but you know, in twenty twenty especially, I mean, if you weren't making money on a daily basis, you know, you're doing something wrong. So. You know, for me, it's a great thing to do with my friends. I've reconnected with people who I haven't talked to in a few years, and we're closer than ever. So, for us, stock market is just a big gamble. I mean, we're following what's the what's happening on Twitter. We're 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 investing in things that we know. So, mainly for me, I I invest in sports betting companies. So DraftKings, I have shares with them. The Score, um, you know, Flutter Entertainment, which runs uh, Fanduel and FoxBet. So I try and stick to things that I I know. I don't really know other industries as well, and. Um, it's been it's been good so far
1: the the main question i have for you is how many shares of dogecoin do you have if any you know i
2: haven't bought any and unfortunately i kind of missed the boat on that i know there's another one too i think it's called safe moon that one's been rocking as well <laughs> i do have i do have some crypto i, I i've been buying bitcoin and ethereum nice. for the prior the past like eight months and um you know i'm a believer in it i think people are, are gonna keep using it and I'm, I'm not really a fan of a lot of those altcoins where I think some of them are just a scam so I just stay away from that I stick to the main ones
1: yeah see that's yeah, not know, a bad idea when you say you missed the boat on dogecoin I didn't and I didn't <laughs> invest because top left of your screen there Elijah Needham, it's like dude don't buy dogecoin it's it's half a cent to share don't do it it's such a waste of money it's a scam and I thought to myself, why not just invest a hundred bucks just for shits and gigs, see what happens. And then I think last year or last week, sorry, it goes up to like, I don't know, 500% increase I'm like, cool guys. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah,
0: so the one piece of advice, labeled. sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I thought you were finished.
1: No, but I got talked out of it and I was really upset. So. I mean, it's
0: always
2: easy to see, you know, say after the fact when something goes up 500% or 1,000%. You know, you look at GameStop or, or AMC, yeah. <laughs> you know, all these, you know, really lousy companies that have no business going up so much. But, you know, when you have millions of people on Reddit who are pumping it up, anything's possible. Uh, and but a lot of people lost money too because they bought at the top. <laughs> and then Robin Hood, that Robin fiasco happened. And then people lost a lot of money. And, you know, I feel for those people because they probably didn't know any better and they were just riding the wave
0: yeah mm-hmm. riding right the wave its a great phenomenon it does not always end well for the people at the top of the wave though i'll say that um so this idea guys i kind of want to open your eyes to something here because this is what i do i i educate my friends as well and anyone listening <laughs> now i think it's all fun and games for us right now because we feel young like we feel young and pretty like aware of what's going on with the internet and the stock market and and what what may have you when when people say like oh stonks stonks are taking over the world like obviously you have boomers out there like who are shitting their lazy boy chair where we're sitting here saying like yeah i get it it's the internet it has power but are you guys this is for all of you here are you guys all not shook for when we start getting into our 30s and like the young people start pulling the rug from under us with like shit we just don't understand dude i already I feel, feel like old with something like that what enough. are you talking about dude wait for vr gaming like wait till they start doing that to us dude the <laughs> first time i think whole? The first
3: time I think I felt older, I felt like the younger generation just had like an upper hand on me it was when they came out with TikTok. And I just couldn't fucking wrap my head around that. And that was like the start of it all. Like it's it's already happening. It's just, in it's happening on a much smaller scale as opposed to if we were in our 30s or 40s. There you go.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I would say, Zach, you've got a very, you, you've got a a good youthful mind on you, but are you, are you not a little shook that that maybe one day like, boom, Bill C118 or whatever it was just gone, burnt. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Chris.
2: No, I mean, you know, I just tell people, you know, just... Invest what you you're willing to lose. Same with betting. You you, know, you you bet what you're willing to lose. So you know I'm not all in. So I'm not going to be you know going hungry or you're not affording rent. So I think you know just be smart about it. It could happen any day.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Okay, so I another pivot coming up, boys. Actually, I, I'll throw some. Do you have Do you have any knowledge on High Tide? I got a couple of listeners asking about High Tide. I'm going to guess no. A little a little cannabis stock. I don't think it's up your alley. I do not know. Sorry okay, that. but maybe actually, I have one more stock question for you. Now, at least in my life, I've kind of described you as the guru, the, the kind of go-to guy. You are, you are that guy for me. Um, have you ever, have you ever given someone like a stock advice that has like, like kind of just f- fucked up, and you're sitting there like, shit? Wait, can
3: I compound on that question too? Have you ever had a friend come up to you and been like, can you uh, buy stocks with the money that I give you, and then see where that goes? I-
2: I, have, I actually have someone watching right now who who has asked that. Uh, really? And I said no, because I didn't want to be responsible for those losses. Uh, no, of course. I mean, I'm not picking 100% winners here. Uh, I've definitely given out a few picks that, you know, didn't go well. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you're willing to listen to me and risk a little bit of money. It's going to happen. Just like people have given me stocks that have tanked. I, I invested in a drone company, I think a couple of weeks ago, and it went down 60%. Oh. The drone can't fly basically so it's like i'm i'm out of money so it happens that's life <laughs> yeah.
3: how how you know, is it how is it looking over the past few days though did it did it jump back up by chance because i know that there's some nasa stuff going on with drones right now so i wonder if that made it to the media which could have
2: i mean i've been getting killed in the last two weeks uh in the <laughs> okay, software, right. think. yeah <laughs> everything i touch is red right now so hopefully it bounces back Yeah. <laughs> yeah I
0: so, a little so my first foray into the stock market i'm not going to name any names here but my one of the, i was working with someone at the time someone who i've oh fuck off my headphones died i'm just gonna tell a story with the headphones so i was working with this guy uh great guy funny guy i thought pretty smart guy too he is a smart guy uh he gave me a little bit of a a tip on some stocks as we had been talking for a few shifts back and forth so he tells me about this stock it was uh it was it was a therapeutic company that was like in a clinical trial to take over this big market as like a cancer treating drug and i like i started doing my own research at home and i'm like I'm following up on all this stuff i'm like oh shit, this is like a huge market and this is grant you this is my first time in the stock market and so i throw like a little bit of an uncomfortable amount i was like i, I had that like beginner jitters you know you're like i'm on to something like this is how i get this is how i get big rich right here and so it's in there for a few it's in there for probably four months time goes by i remember the exact moment this happened i was in bed bath and beyond i walk up the stairs i open up my stocks app and I see fucking minus 75%. And I like start, I like my heart drops to the ground. I start looking up and the fucking trial fails, dude. Just no X-Nade on the spot. <laughs> Zach, do you have any stories like that? where just like so confident and then no, I guess there's a few.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I've invested in a few companies that I had no idea what they were doing. And I think one was like an Israeli pharmaceutical company. And yeah, the, the trial... Uh, didn't pass and basically lost like 80% of of their, of their price. And you know, that's the risk of, you know, investing in in an Israeli company that I don't know anything about. So, you know, I've definitely done it before and that's just pure gambling at that point.
0: Hey, I think I, maybe that's the same as, is it VBLT? That's my Israeli company right out there. That's my boys.
2: Uh, I think it was something else. I don't, I didn't want to think about it. uh, It
0: was just uh, a different Israeli therapeutic (laughs) company. It was KTOB. KTOB I think was the ticker. Okay. So this is this is the one stock tip we'll get out there is is just avoid Israeli therapeutics is what we'll say. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. So uh, next pivot here, guys. Am I okay to take the next pivot? I'm going to just yeah. do it. So shifting. You said NFL earlier. We got we got the NFL draft coming up, and this this quarterback talk is kind of heated up. So I want to I want to take our hockey podcast and turn it into a draft an- analyst podcast. Um, Trevor Lawrence goes fourth out of the quarterbacks. Who's going first though?
1: <laughs> Shut up.
2: Wait, what?
0: <laughs> no. Trevor Lawrence does not go first. We can get that I just got I that mean, out of the way for you.
2: I would I would love to book your, your action on that if you if you <laughs> think that's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> you don't What do like, outside of a Zach Wilson. I mean it's
2: gonna go it's gonna go Lawrence Wilson. That's that's a virtual lock. One, two.
0: So, so I've heard I've heard quotes out there comparing Wilson to Mahomes. He's got Mahomes like arm talent.
2: I know he's got a can of an arm, but I mean you know, that's about it. Yeah. You know, have you seen Trevor Lawrence play? I mean, I got a lot I more. Only him,
0: I only ever see him without the helmet on and his stock drops every time I go. They
2: basically like, they have basically said they're going to pick him. I mean, if you were to bet on him right now, I think you'd have to bet a thousand dollars to win like a dollar. It's basically, it's going to happen. It's a foregone conclusion.
0: All right. So why don't we do Josh, Josh, are you pretty in with all the, the QB prospects here? The five yeah. of them? okay so why don't you give me your rankings Josh and then we'll let Zach blow them up for you
1: okay well I'm kind of on the same side of Zach right now with obviously Lawrence is going number one uh and then who is the other guy that I'm Zach Wilson to the Jets 100 they just need like a pocket passer like just big bodied awesome arm then I'm picking Justin Fields to the Niners uh I think they're gonna have an insurance policy on Jimmy G the interesting one I think is the Broncos, I believe, are picking ten. Uh, and they're saying that Trey Lance might be going to the Broncos. I'd love to see Mac Jones in the Patriots uniform. And I think they've <laughs> got I think they've got the fourteenth. I don't know what pick they each have, but those would be like my my top five. That's your order there. Okay. Zach, what do you think yeah. about those?
2: Yeah, I think the Pats have the 15th pick, and there have been some rumors, obviously, you know, they have noon on a one-year deal, so they're probably looking at a quarterback, someone who can come in for a year, and I agree with you, I think I think Jones is a perfect fit for the Patriots. Yeah, no, I would go Lawrence, for sure, number one, uh, number two, Wilson, third, I'd have to go with Fields, um, you know, the, the odds have actually shifted against him, and Jones is actually the favorite to go to go third. And I disagree with it. I, you know, I think you look at recent history and you look at all the dual threat quarterbacks who have been uh, drafted. I think the, I think the only like pocket passer in the last five years who's been drafted, I think, is Jared Goff, like a, yeah. an actual relevant quarterback. But everyone else, I mean, you look at the Mayfields and the Mahomes and you know, the Lamar Jacksons. You know, you, you want someone I think who can do who can do it all, and I like Fields. Um, I also kind of like Kyle Trask. No one really talks about mm. him really off the board um he has a can of an arm not many people are talking about he's likely not going to go in the first round but i like him i think he's going to be a stud one day
1: oh yeah okay i got a couple
0: sorry go ahead josh
1: no no sorry you haven't given your pick.
0: well this was i'm just going to address these real quick Uh, we got a guy in the youtube chat you might know him uh he wanted us to talk about bitcoin that's just too basic bitch for this podcast bitcoin it's a bust get out if you can uh, but the more serious question does twin spires take nfl draft bets that's a good question we do
2: we do yeah we have uh, hundreds of markets so you can bet on you know which teams are going to bet uh, a pick on, on which position first Um you can bet on the over under uh, selection on, on a certain player so for example if you want to bet on you know mac jones over under three and a half you can bet the under if you think he's gonna go third you can bet the over if you think he's gonna go fourth or higher um, a lot of future bets and it's actually quite popular i mean the nfl's Our biggest sport and and we're taking a lot of bets on it right now love
1: that Mm -hmm.
0: okay so my list i got lawrence unfortunately going first now i'll field a question after this that will allow me to rant a little bit um zach wilson's easy too we're all there with that one um i'm going i'm going mac jones third trey lance fourth justin fields fifth thank you very much
1: wow wow
0: (laughs) gonna do that and now i'm gonna i'm gonna top it off by saying if you guys had to pick I, like, I'm saying this part Trevor Lawrence is not going to be the best QB to come out of this draft when we're all said and done. You guys can agree with that, right? I know he's getting chosen first, but we're all pretty, pretty aligned
1: on that, right? I just, with Trevor Lawrence, for me, he, I don't really have an opinion on the guy. Like, he's, he's good. Like, he's really good. But I don't know. I just, he doesn't seem to fit the NFL. Look, and that's just my own personal opinion. He just doesn't seem that way. Anyway, I'm sure. What do you mean by opinion?
2: What do you mean, like what what look are you looking for?
0: I don't, I don't know.
1: He just doesn't seem. I feel like he might get hurt.
0: It's his face, right?
1: I, I, I just genuinely think he is too skinny, (laughs) and that's coming from the skinny. We talking about
2: the. We talking about the same guy here. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is that skinny. He's,
0: he's is not he not? I think
2: you're thinking about someone else.
0: <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. like Zach Zach Wilson, same thing. I think Mac Jones is thin as sticks, isn't he? Uh, smaller,
2: not. smaller than Lawrence. Um, yeah. you know, I mean Urban Meyer, I think, is a great you know, scenario for, for Trevor Lawrence, a great offensive mind and coach. I mean, the Jaguars, you know, they're still the Jaguars. Um, so I don't expect them to, to be Super Bowl contenders in the first couple of years. But, I mean, I, high IQ quarterback. I mean, just mm-hmm. like fundamentals are all there. I'm not an NFL draft expert by no means. Um, I don't see yeah. the hype in Jones at all. I, I like Lawrence. I don't see the hype in Jones, though. I think he's going to be a bust.
0: I, I think I think what it comes down to for a lot of us armchair fans like myself is you go to the intangibles. You go to the way their face looks, their name the way they smile, stuff like that. Lawrence looks soft. I mean, the hair is one thing. I'm out here chirping hair, but it just looks a bit. Just it's it's just a bit, you know. Like there's there's that, and then Trevor Lawrence. It just sounds like it sounds like a bust name. Mac, Mac Jones. That sounds like a guy who comes out. Oh, dude, second second in the. I don't know what the rookie trophy is there. The NFL Heisman, we'll call it. Fuck it. The, I forget what the
1: movie's called. My, my other question. My other question for you guys is. Do you guys think it is a possibility that Atlanta actually goes quarterback because Matt Ryan four, is, right? yeah, they've got four. So I was reading something today and the, the mock draft said that the Falcons actually take, who's the tight end out of Florida? What's his name? Pitts. Al I Pitts. It, I, think. I yeah. forget his first name. Yeah. So they take him, but there's part of me that thinks that you got to move on from Matt Ryan here. Like he's good. He he really is, but you know, you've got an he, unreal, like you've got so many quarterbacks that are going to go in the top 15 and if you're not picking one, like it's tough.
2: Yeah, I mean Matt Ryan's 35, so you know, he had a good run there. I I agree. I think you got to look for a quarterback eventually.
1: Yeah. And this is a
2: deep quarterback class, so mm-hmm. this would be the year to do it.
1: Yeah. Do you think it's a possibility that you could throw money on four quarterbacks going top four yeah yeah i mean uh,
2: at least for sure for <laughs> he sure wants to tell top-
0: fuck no you idiot that's what he wants to say i mean
2: for sure top 10 i think i think that is a yeah. lock yeah uh, i think you can bet right now you can actually go to twin Spires now or, or DraftKings, whoever you want to bet and you can bet over five and a half in the first round which i actually kind of like i think you could see six quarterbacks it's a, you know it's a deep deep class and
3: Mm-hmm. Wouldn't
2: surprise me if the Falcons. I do think the Patriots, though. I think they're going to trade up, and I think they're going to take a quarterback. That's well,
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay. So before I ask this question, I'm doing some more moderating in the chats here. We got Steel City again. Our guy Steel City. He's asking some pretty deep questions. How much does it cost okay. to buy a sports book license in Canada? I'm putting put it at over under fifty five dollars. Give or take <laughs> some zeros. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, I mean, there's no, there's no actual. We don't know yet. So I mean, it's no not idea. legal. Um, you know, you look at New York, I think it's 20 million. So that's basically the high end. So if I had to guess something like Ontario, which is obviously going to be the biggest money maker, it would be, I would assume, a couple million minimum.
0: That's it? Plus you get- and New York's 20?
2: Well, no, I say minimum. I mean, it could be 5 million.
0: It could be, it could <laughs> let's be million. 30. Let's throw 30. Let's get the numbers nah. going. Like you said, tax revenue, the less money we pay in these COVID taxes. Let's get 40, 30.
2: Well, I mean, you got to pay a yearly licensing fee. You got to pay probably anywhere from 10 to 15% of your gross revenue. So at the same time, you know, you got to be fair to these operators. We're, you know, we're running a business here. So yeah. margins on sports, you know, aren't very high compared to casino. So, you know, we need to be able to make money. And, and I think these provinces will will eventually learn and get it right. So, yeah, I, I would expect um, – you know, Ontario definitely not 20 million, it's definitely not the level of, of New York, but I would say, yeah,
0: version though,
2: yeah, I'd say I don't know, 510 million would be my guess, but <laughs> okay. there's no, no you're, official uncom-
0: you're uncomfortable even <laughs> saying 510. I forced you into the 510 number, um, okay. But you just mentioned before I went and moderated the chat a little bit was the Patriots drafting up now, really, regardless of what the Patriots do, we can all agree. I've, I've got a bet going with Josh already, I think we bet a couple hundred dollars on this, Josh. I forget the number. Um, I'm firm on this belief that the Patriots will have more wins than the Dolphins. What are your thoughts on this one? Can I can I please have some some backup here? Uh, well, I mean, you're uncomfortable again. You got to yeah, you got yeah. out here. It's, <laughs> it's tough. I mean, I would
2: lean Miami. I haven't looked at the schedule, so I don't know what their strength of schedules are. I know the Patriots yeah. are returning a few guys on defense. A
0: um, few? Man.
2: I know yeah, it's looking
0: like the expendables of the NFL.
2: But they're older. Some of them are older. Um, yeah. I don't know. I would have to look at – I don't even know what the win totals are right now. I, w- I would lean Miami slightly, um, but I have to look at strength and schedule and, and yeah. a lot of things. But, yeah, I would yeah. go with
0: Miami. It's not your fault. I mean, you're not around Josh really that much. Josh is a mush, and he's a he's a Miami fan, so he's probably mushing the entire Miami fan base, which the lanyard, the golf, the, the head cover, it speaks for itself. That's probably why they're under six wins this year.
1: How did you
2: become a Miami fan?
1: Uh, did you ever play NFL Fever 2004 on Xbox?
2: Did not, no. <laughs>
1: that's very that's, that's actually how I became a Dolphins fan, was I played uh, with Ricky Williams. He was my running back. He was probably around 93 overall in that game. The guy was nasty. And plus, I was a kid, so I loved the uniforms, and I just stuck with him ever since. Now, I actually want to talk about Cincinnati Bengals, because they're they're at six do you think they go offensive line and draft Sewell or do they take one of the wide receivers specifically Jamar chase from LSU who burrow three through two in college?
2: Well, I mean, their O-line is terrible. So I would look at protecting your, your star quarterback. So, yeah. you know, last year you look at their O-line, uh, you know, decimated and but it was he was just right awful. For his life exactly so i mean you got to protect your star so i would do i would go with an o-line um there are some good wide receiver picks um you know i like uh i think it's jalen waddle at alabama mm-hmm. he's a stud i think he's gonna go to carolina but um yeah i think o-line's a no-brainer there
1: yeah i was i was again i've been stalking mock drafts this entire week and um they're saying that jamar chase miami's gonna take him Most likely at I forget what pick they have now because they traded down five. They have five now. Six. Is it six? Might have six. Yeah. Then they're saying Najee Harris, the running back from Alabama, gets a stud at sixteen. Love that. Add that. Add him into the offense, and boom. There's your offense, Elijah. So fuck you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, dude. Hopefully, hopefully they play like the NFL Fever 2003. That's all I can say to you. Yeah. Okay, uh, Zach, we don't have too many more questions here. We're going to wrap up soon, but now throughout your, your gambling life, your betting days, the stock market, stuff like this, it seems you've been rather successful in this. I just want to know, you're also. I've, I've done some digging on you, aka I've hung out with you a few times. I know this. Not only do you have two first names, you also are an only child. Do you think this has somehow contributed to an unfair advantage in life?
2: You know, I, I had a, I had a pretty good life growing up, you know, being an only child I was pretty spoiled. So, uh, you know, I had a lot of freedom to do what I wanted. I wouldn't have changed it for the world. You know, I've talked to, you know, my, my girlfriend, Lindsay about this a few times and she always asked, well, are were you ever bored or ever you're lonely? And I was never lonely. Uh, you know, I love my alone time. I'm the type of guy who has no problem going to a movie theater by myself and, you know, <laughs> watching a movie, going to Earl's happy hour by myself, sitting at the bar. I mean, no, I loved it. And you know, Maybe gave me a little bit of advantage. I started young, so I think it's worked out.
0: Yeah, all of us over here are just too busy fucking messing around, pulling pranks on brothers and sisters. You're you're reading the market. That's what you're doing. Exactly,
2: exactly. Head start.
0: Man. Well, okay, guys. I think that's all we got for today. We're we're, we hell yeah, we killed it. I think. I think. I think our listeners are smarter for it. Zach, we can't thank you enough for coming on, though. It's been fun, man.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks,
0: Zach. Zach, appreciate it.
2: Yeah,
0: take care, guys. Take All care. Right, adios. All right, folks, fellas, ladies, gentlemen, germs, uh, Josh. Um, Hi. <laughs> that's me. That's the category. <laughs> yes. So once again, thanks to Zach for coming and joining on the show, guys. Um, sometimes I forget to preface things for the podcast listeners out there. I'm really having a hard time balancing it, too. But if you're catching us on the podcast forum, you missed out on the sexy look, but we hope you got some good information, especially from the chat questions we had in there, too. Uh, promo code THPN at signup. We mentioned that at DraftKings.com. Uh, but fellas, it, I mean, it's good to catch up with you again. It feels like the Tuesday to Sunday grind that I get to miss out on you guys, especially for Josh. It's been a full week now. Welcome back to the show, sir. How, how are you doing?
1: Man, I am doing well. I <laughs> had a bit of an exhilarating week, to say the least. Um, but uh, I'm glad to be back. So, I, A couple things going on in my life. Just in terms of not what was actually happening this week, but just what I'm up to. Three things, boys. Numero uno. I bought MLB The Show. I'm pumped. I've been waiting for probably... I started playing MLB The Show when it was in 09 on my PSP. So I've been waiting like a good 12 years uh, for it to come to Xbox and on full screen. So that's huge. I started watching Yellowstone, which is a banana land show. If you guys have not watched it, I highly recommend it. Like highly, highly recommend it. What's that about again? The, have you ever seen, you've seen animal kingdom and sons of anarchy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a modern day cowboys and Indians type of feel to it. Um, okay. Crime show. But oh, it's, cool. it's based in Montana, like in the South East, Southeast part of Montana, like where it borders Yellowstone. Cause it's kind of in the, the North, the northeast corner of wyoming um yeah, yeah. but kevin costner is a star in it. um there's a bunch of well-known actors in it so i'm i'm all about it i'm almost done season one and i'm very upset because there's only three seasons and i've almost binged at season one in one week so we're, we're trending high right now boys and then my last one i didn't really get to talk about it last week because i wasn't here was my golf game is inconsistent as fuck <laughs> but we will, I'm sure we will jump into <laughs> that a little bit later. So overall, yeah. I'm like a seven out of ten right now.
0: All right, Raf, yeah. how you doing, big guy? Dude,
3: I'm fucking, I'm good. I'm like also a seven out of ten. It's my weekend. I had a nap, ready to rock. Weather's gonna suck know. tomorrow, so that blows. But I mean,
1: dude, what going do you mean? Tomorrow, I checked. I checked for next week, boys. It's raining. Yeah, it's raining all day. Next Sunday. Yeah. A week from today, we are gonna be under the weather. So lucky us
0: yeah we're gonna get sick yeah no.
1: fuck <laughs> COVID's I a was... real thing elijah yeah <laughs> the variants oh that
0: wasn't meant to be <laughs> condescending I, it's a real thing i agree um josh have you registered for your covid vaccine yet
1: no not yet
0: gotta get um, on that buddy i think we should just pause the show yeah um, i think you should just go, go what do you think where, where, right now
1: where, actually i was gonna say where do you go but i'll i'll ask you later
0: raf yeah you okay. It's easy, but we'll go through it. Um, yeah. What's been going on with me? Jo- Actually, Raph, what's some, is, you, is this a different look on your, your room? Is there something different going on? Maybe. I, I, I swear to God, the door, like, it Wait, looks like Yeah, yeah I, I, ro- I rotated my desk
3: around, like, two weeks ago. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at him. I was just pointing to, him, he's doing that. And I'm like, yeah, dude, what the fuck? The doors on the left used to be on the yeah. right and the chair. that What? I measured even- out
3: my room, and I literally, like, maximized all the space in it. There like, go. there's, like, like I have, like, an inch of maybe, like, empty space from, like, this wall next to me to, like, the other wall. Like, we're mm. fucking capitalizing on everything. It's nice. There
0: you go. Fuck yeah, dude. That well, sounds fun. like me back in the day when I used to, like, when my room was in my mom's basement. and I would move, like, I'd move the bed into the absolute corner of the room and I'd put couches yeah. around it. Like, look, I made a super bed. yeah, Isn't yeah. That- yeah. I maximize space. <laughs> you also had
3: like fifty couches
0: in your room, though, when we were yeah, growing it's up. Yeah, because I had like fifty dudes coming to join me sausage fest, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's <old>. true. <laughs> I'm of the house. One, you know what? You know what I have to do now. I feel like we've told the story of you guys sneaking out and smoking pot at, at when we were kids. Yeah. I, I don't think we've told it when my mom's on the podcast, so we'll save some time in a, in a few coming episodes, and I'll make sure she's watching. To hear she's caught us before. We can also yeah, talk about the that one we bring out for Mother's Day. That's yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna do that actually. So that'd be a good time um boys i'm doing good um thanks for asking it's been a week now since i've seen josh and did you miss me i, I did miss you now i we, me and raf we we killed that episode on tuesday we had a good time just like old days i titled that episode old married couple because like that's not always a bad thing raf i think that's a good thing sometimes i think yeah, we
3: didn't disagree or fight or anything which is really nice it's really civil
1: was i think pleasant. you guys needed some alone time so i would agree yeah yeah
0: <laughs> thanks for inviting that
1: the parents. I I will
0: say the one the the thing I missed out on most was I was excited to talk golf. The golf game mm-hmm. that me and Josh played. Um, I was excited for Josh to talk golf because Josh you, you had yourself around, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you swung you swung the wrenches pretty well, didn't you?
1: I I did. Um, do do we want to get into that right now? Yeah.
0: yeah why don't
1: we, Why don't we? Yeah. We'll watch
0: how much time we spend on it because we we do tend to we tend to tangent both of us. Okay, well um, let's
1: just let's mark it at the 151 5145 mark and we'll see how long we go. Okay. What I will say is I'm not going to touch on the front nine because I'll just get upset. Um <laughs> what I the second thing I'll say is I did rally on the back. I rallied on the back, boys. Three straight pars 10 11 12. Thanks for coming. I've I've told this story to so many people now. I actually have my back nine memorized it like in my head because i took a picture yeah. of the scorecard and i looked at it so many times so par 10 11 12 that was huge then i ended up taking a seven on a par five i was really pissed because i actually had a really good drive but nonetheless then i ended up what, what else did, and then i think i parred the next two birdied five and then it it was it was nuts I ended up shooting a 40, 49 on the front and 42 on the back, Hell
0: which yeah, which was
1: wild. And, and the thing was, was like, I was rolling, you know, like there was never a point on the back when I'm like, I'm nervous. There was yeah. never a point. There, there were know? points when I thought, Josh, like, you're fine, man. You're fine. Just swing the club. You're good. Don't worry. You're probably close to a tie but not really so just swing easy
0: and there it was i would say the the moment for me the the shining moment when i look back at your game was those back nine there's a par three you duffed your tee shot probably went 40 yards and you came up and you stuck it after that like you stuck it pretty damn close i think you parred that hole yeah so i mean like that that one right there made me think okay this dude this dude took a viagra before we started playing like he's <laughs> he's big dick swinging on the club right now um yeah so great I, I would say great yeah great rally by you dude huge round so you're you've played 3 rounds no you've played more than 3 rounds this year how many well, have you played now um i think 4
1: five, I think 4 4 5, five.
0: okay um, and i think your scores are something like 103 107 And then you're jumping down to like 92. Well,
1: well, my first round, my first round of the year was a 97. Then I shot a, I think it was, man, I don't even remember to be honest. I should probably start keeping track. Um, But what I will say is going into that round on Monday, I I ended up shooting a 103 at Hazelmere. So I I was kind of coming in. Well, sketching—we had already talked about that actually, because we podcasted mm-hmm. after I got home from golf. So that one was a little bit iffy. So going into tomorrow or Monday, everyone doubted me, man. Everyone <laughs> fucking doubted me, and you know what? I believed the hype. I, I, I believed the doubters for a second. Yeah. I thought, Josh, you're going to shank one right off the tee here. And the <laughs> and first hole, the first hole, Aja, you will remember that is a daunting. It's a little bit of a bowling alley. I think it was, uh, I don't know the exact yardage, but it was easily over 500 yards. It was a 500 yard raft, par five. Yeah. And you maybe have like 15 yards off to the left or right before you are hitting bark of a million trees. It is nuts. It was pretty
3: cool for the rest of the course, though, because then it just opens up past that, right?
1: Yeah. Like (laughs) the, I would say, Elijah, like, what did you think? I thought the course was actually pretty narrow for the most I, part.
0: Yeah, like it was it, there was just a lot of layup holes. Like it's it's not yeah. a we were we were playing with a a member there. Her name was Debbie. She must have been in her 70s or 60s. Oh. She was awesome. Fucking yeah. if you're watching this Debbie, thank you. But you're a gem. Um she was telling us it's all about it's not really about distance, it's about placing your irons really mm-hmm. and like cuz uh, there was a couple golf. One of my, like, I shot a terrible round. I think I shot a 101 or something like that. And not terrible on score, because that's a bad score. Not the worst of ever shot. But, like, I had meltdown after meltdown. Part of my biggest problem on that course was I think I had two or three holes where I absolutely piped a driver. And, like, it just was gone. Like, it was in the woods. And it was straight. Like, I piped it straight. But I just went farther than I thought I could, I guess. I have no idea. But yeah,
1: well,
0: fucking you know crushed what?
1: that. You know what, E? If you're not going to tell the story, I'm going to tell the story unless you, I,
0: so, yeah, unless so you the, haven't already the so i told the eagle story on the tuesday episode because that's all i really could muster up that's the one where i couldn't hold back um fuck. i don't know if i i can't remember what i mentioned where yeah i did i did mention where the whole design of the hole when you and i drove the ball we thought the hole was going right like we saw yeah. a flag to the right and we're like fuck we messed up our drives a little bit and we walked up to our balls and we got there and you see you're like oh shit i'm only i'm like 60 yards out i actually went the right way the flags to the left
1: <laughs> yeah 100%. How dumb is that? it was it was nuts and i felt so bad for bailey because he had his best shot of the day because he was aiming for the wrong flag yeah which which was terrible i felt awful because he bombed it like
0: yeah <laughs> it was an unreal Killed
1: drive like It was a beautiful, like left to right movement. It was, it almost looked like it was going to be a kind of like the green was lower and he would have just had a nice chip, which he can obviously do. And then lo and behold, we asked Debbie being like, where's the hole? And she's like, Oh, it's there. Yeah. And Bailey's like, fuck me. What are, what are we doing here? So yeah, that was a, that was a tough hole. That was a tough hole because and the the thing that made me cry did did you just tell your eagle story? Did you tell the whole thing?
0: Uh, I think I told my eagle story. I didn't so, really tell the rest of the hole.
1: <laughs> so so the fun the funniest part was was that we get on the green. So the way that it went was Elijah was obviously on and two had probably what a fifteen to sixteen foot putt for eagle. And yeah. that ball was carrying, like it was tracking. Like if you miss mm-hmm. that putt, you're you're three putting and you're yeah. parring. So <laughs> he, he drains it. I duffed my approach shot. So I was putting for bird, probably out just outside of five feet, and I nailed it. So that was fine. Bailey had the same putt for Eagle and he sees Elijah drain his eagle. I almost jumped into your arms, Elijah. I was going crazy on the greens. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I drain my birdie,
1: I, I'm pumped, Jordan's crippled in the golf cart, Debbie's buzzing, and then Bailey silences us, silences us with, boys, I'm going to three-putt this, because he, <laughs> he overshot his eagle, missed his birdie for a tap-in par, and he was so mad. Now, I felt so bad, but I, I couldn't help but laugh. We proceed to go into 16, and Bailey's, Bailey's pissed. and. Oh, yeah. I duff my tee shot again. No worries. I- I'm chilling. Ended up taking a bogey on that hole. Elijah puts his li- back far right of the green. It was fine. Good shot. Whatever. Bailey then proceeds <laughs> to ground his tee shot <laughs> straight into the water on the apron. Yeah. This was a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a full blown. I couldn't even watch. It was, it was horrid for me i was dying though i i looked back at jordan and he couldn't even he couldn't even contain his laughter
0: that uh, <laughs> was, was a rough That was a rough
1: moment for yeah sure. it was uh but overall it was it was a good round i i enjoyed the track i think the courses definitely could have been a little bit better but nonetheless it uh it was yeah. fun
0: anyways guys i kind of fucked up I uh, Man. I remember I wrote down in my outline. I was like, let's talk about Canucks talk at the beginning of that interview, so that like we mm. kind of have that addressed right at the get go, and then you know because we're a hockey podcast, we probably should do that, right? Canucks yeah, right at yeah. the get go. Now this whole interview at the start thing is fucking with my brain a little bit, but I got I so I fucked up. I didn't talk with the Canucks right away with Zach. Uh, so we're we're an hour into a Canucks hockey podcast and we have not mentioned the Canucks yet. I so, see. Raph we're gonna we're gonna plan literally on the live streamer so what you're gonna do is I'm, I'm basically gonna clap start the live stream right now and you're just gonna in, in post you're just gonna cut it and throw it at the beginning of the episode sounds great
3: right that's gonna make my life such a pain
0: in the ass I hope you know that it won't it won't be that bad I'll clap at the beginning I'll clap at the end this is the end, thing bottom. you're always
3: like it won't be that bad and then you're not the one editing it I'm the one sitting here editing it
0: yeah yeah that part really sucks doesn't yeah, it yeah the <laughs> part does really suck and I don't understand <laughs> that why it kind fucking... of
3: blows you always do this thing. You're like, "Hey, Raf, don't worry. I'll clap sync it, and it'll be great." Elijah, clap sync doesn't fucking matter, dude. Yeah,
0: I know. I just want to clap. That's. I'm just <laughs> clap, you clap out, sync I'm, doesn't I'm just, matter on an audio all, podcast. We can all clap if you want. We
3: can no, all clap, it's all going to be out of
0: sync because we're all going to. This is going to be a delay. All right, three, two, one. So the Vancouver Canucks, we come See? into this last week <laughs> here, and like I said, guys, playoff. We all. I'm not. I'm not the only one saying this. Josh, Raffle, me. We're all on this. We are fucking on the playoff train. The playoff train's chugging away. And we come into this week, we're playing the Ottawa Senators. We haven't recorded since that. Uh, what is it? We come out rough 3 nothing loss there. That was tough. Oh, we that also played tough. the Leafs and won again. So, fuck the Leafs. We'll get to that again. Um, but also, so we play the Senators, lose 3 nothing first game. Come back and win the next one, though. So, we're sitting pretty right now, boys. Uh, we are updating the standings. We are eight points back, five games in hand, still on the Canadians. Um, Josh, any chance you kind of saw what was going on there? Real quick. <laughs> Real quick, do you still think we're sitting pretty after we got three nothing by Ottawa? Because
3: like, yeah, I haven't really seen it's sitting pretty. Oh, by Josh, that's going to make my life even more difficult. Great.
0: <laughs> it's all falling apart here. Uh, um, so no, I, I'm I'm still confident in the way it's going. Just we've said it. I am, I am too. I am too. But I don't think it's sitting pretty. Uh, sitting pretty, dude. Where we, last so. time last time we talked, we were five games in hand, ten points back. Now we're five games in hand, eight points back. So. Okay. We are, we are fucking, we are, we're, I think we're sitting pretty. I'm going to give it that to So,
3: So, what, so what would have been five games in hand, six points back, Ben? What would you have called it
0: that? Would, that would, we're, it's, well, I've, would that have been tough. sitting pretty then? Yeah, that would have been sitting, that would have been so sitting excellent. Then? They both can't be sitting pretty. Oh, you definitely can. No,
3: you they can, can't.
0: Be, you can It's all about mindset. It's all about your mindset and the way you, you prospect things. Perspective, <laughs> Perspect being things. Pers, prospect things. Yeah. Um, shout out Maple Leafs Media. Thanks for the, thanks for supporting hockey youtubers we appreciate it um yeah no so i like along this journey raffle it's it's I, it's tough for me because i've already thrown the the x i already throw the clinched playoff berth on the last episode i said we've already clinched our playoff spot yeah. so it's just a bit tough for me to to top that in terms of emotion but just know that i won't i won't waver is really the the kick in the dick there okay yeah so sure. um so let's look at what's going on here. I was really hoping that Josh would be able to help me out, by there he is. That's the guy. That's the one we're looking for. What's up, Josh? All right. We're still. You don't here. need to clap sync, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? You know Now you know we're gonna clap sync everything. I was, <laughs> sucks, I was just,
1: dude. I was just doing that to fuck with you, Raph. I'm sorry if that uh, stuck you it. Uh, it's it's one oh three forty, Mark the timestamp so you can just take that out. Actually, 103.23
3: yeah. when your audio starts, but it's fine
1: um okay so vancouver canucks braden holpe this is why you are here because when demco sucks nuts you were there to pick up the slack you were there to be the clutch playoff washington capital goalie that everyone loves in dc that is why you are here you are growing in vancouver right now as a fan favorite i am all about you i will praise you just get me to the playoffs. That is all <laughs> I ask. Um, Brock Besser, huge game. First goal in six games. Nice little monkey off the back there. Yeah. And boys, like even like a little bit of Nate Schmidt action getting on getting on the scoreboard yesterday. Hey, nice little step into the old slapper. Now, yeah. I, I was gonna ask because I, I watched the extended highlights did Ottawa fucking use three goalies yesterday or did they only use two? Like what's happening in
0: those games? Yeah. So I, I was out of the house as well. So I did the same thing you did. I was, <laughs> I was following along on Twitter and the score and then watched some highlights afterwards. But then they
3: have a backup essentially ready to go in case something didn't yeah. work out. Cause they used two goalies, I think.
0: Yeah. They went to the backup. I think Matt Murray ended up getting hurt on a little bit of a spin in the crease at one point. Yeah.
3: Um, then what's yeah. his name had to come off the bench cause he was previously injured or whatever. And he wasn't supposed to play, but he was still there. Yeah. I think that was
0: Hoburg. Is his name? Yeah, um, yeah.
3: And then they had a player basically warming up, putting on a uh, what's it called a centerman. I think warming up, putting on pads,
0: just in case they to needed basically him. step in
3: in case they needed him. Yeah.
0: Fuck, dude, that's, that's
3: fucking nuts. Yeah.
0: Um, that would have been a whole David Ayers situation, but way worse, dude. If you got if you got fucking one of their guys, Brady Kachuk in net, dude. Yeah. How many guys would be running Fuck. the goalie if that was happening? Who is the uh, was that was that the guy was that the Carolina guy the Zamboni guy or no? Yeah. yeah, David Ayers, the, the yeah, emergency yeah, yeah. backup way back. The one that yeah, beat that the leaves.
3: <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy.
0: Okay, um, so, so Josh, when you were away on the Tuesday episode, I officially clinched the playoff spot for the Canucks. I said they have an X next to their name. So I was telling Ralph, it's hard for us really to top that emotionally. But now we're five games in hand, eight points back, like I said. Next two games still against Ottawa. We've only lost to these fools once. So... Mm-hmm. Guys, this is this is you're watching greatness at this point, are you
1: not? Yeah. He, I I love what the Canucks are doing right now. They're putting together some before the whole lockdown thing, they were stringing together wins, but I was never fully convinced in terms of, you know, can this team perform in the postseason? Yeah. Watching them now coming out of this, they're they're winning, and when they win, it's dominant. They're mm-hmm. not kind of squeaking out close wins. And and I know that's a good thing because you kind of, you need those to get yourself going. But right now, even against Toronto, like very convincing, which it, which is interesting. So I, I, I'm all about it. I'll join you on the hype wagon. He, I know yeah. I've been flip flopping like a dead fish on a boat, just kind of flip flopping back and forth as to whether or not this team is legit or not, but uh, I'm in i'm in
0: yeah i think uh being relatively healthy i mean even doing all this without ep i mean i think i remember when we first started doing episodes when he was just injured and we were saying like i think it was back in march when when we started having this hot month and yeah. we were saying like dude isn't it crazy that we're on this four game win streak for the first time this year and it's without ep like he's a hex dude yeah <laughs> well that was actually a bad look on me because I, I started to say things like Oh man, isn't like when he comes back, it's going to have to start being he's going to have to change his game a little bit. Not not but just for the long term. You got to find a way to not impact the team that way. Yeah, um sure. but here we are. He might he might it's it's rumored that he might risk, miss the rest of the season. So that's that's going to be tough right there. Um but I I think that just the way this team is winning, it's not it's not quite like the Vegas Golden Knight playoff series where it's like miraculous just like like resurrection from the grave. It, it's no. it, it is a bit it is a bit wishy-washy sometimes. Like we're giving up some some bad chances. Goalies are bailing us out, but that's mm-hmm. what good teams do to win. And I, I think having two goal right now, people would have said, "Oh, if demco can win, you'll be good." But now we have Holpi doing it. So if you got two goalies playing well, it just increases your chances. I think. So, yeah, here we are, boys.
1: I'm Corey Granja. I'm Richie Suave
0: Flores. And this is you with Corey and Richie Suave on the Hockey Podcast Network.
2: What? Did I just listen to?
0: Oh this game.
1: This game is this game is just bullshit now.
2: Oh my gosh. I actually they actually make me feel uncomfortable. What was it? Panty what?
1: The game has gone to bullshit. Panty melted? Why do we record these during the middle of games? Oh god. Be sure to listen to Corey and I every Monday. We are your go-to source for the Arizona Coyotes on the Hockey Podcast Network.
0: Alright, why don't we move in why don't we wrap this episode up here? We're gonna do one last segment, guys. We're gonna do the internet stories segment. Uh, your favorite stories from the Internet, a.k.a. our favorite. If you got anyone's during this live stream while we're talking, throw it up in the chat. We'll read it. We'll start do, we'll start diving in. Our, our producer, Ralph, will research it a little bit. Um, oh, and I just want to shout out Maple Leafs Media up in the YouTube chat, recognizing that Vancouver is a motivated group right now. I don't I think he's mentioned he's talked about the team. He could also be talking about the podcast. We are a very motivated bunch. That's for sure. Uh, who wants to start out this Internet stories segment? I would I'll, like to go first. All
3: right, Hell yeah, Raf. I just want to—I just want to fucking talk about this real quick because I almost brought it up when we were talking <clears> with uh, Zach, and I just thought it was really interesting. But NASA has officially flown a rotor-like drone—a drone essentially with the rotors, like a kind of like a military helicopter type thing—on uh, Mars. Hell yeah! Okay. I think this is just like one step closer to Sully being able to inhabit another planet. And I always thought that was a fucking sick idea. Like, it's definitely not going to happen in our lifetime, but I think it's just fucking oh. cool to think about, you know. Don't be mm-hmm. don't be hasty on that. I think you got a chance. No chance. <laughs> There's no way. Well, what's it called? Didn't we didn't we one time talk about how much it cost for somebody to fly up to Mars? Uh, I don't I think we did.
1: No, I think no, you know what you're thinking of I think it actually could have been the news segment that we did with Jeff B- or no, Elon Musk putting people yeah. in space and shit. And yeah, was but the- uh, was it was it, it was to the moon or something I think. It was like yeah. like commercial
3: flights into space, and it was like what they were saying two hundred thousand. I think. Oh, we were doing. 000, so we were talking 000, space like hotel. Space hotel is what we were talking. That's what about. it was. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, dude, like honestly, like if I think if you would put, like, put a price on it, like sending somebody to Mars, like if they put like five hundred thousand or like a million dollars, I think there's rich enough people who'd go there and they just like try to populate it for whatever reason. No, yeah. yeah
1: No That's chance, food No well, chance. Why don't
3: we wouldn't do it because we're not financially stable enough for that? But I mean, like, there's. People with millions upon millions I think upon like the, if like the dollars.
0: if the world just presented this bag of money and they're like we're as as the Earth we're going to pay you to go someone's going like someone will be way and it's it's not even like hey go there and we have everything set up for you it's like hey go there see if you can survive like that's pretty much what it would be someone's doing it someone's guys, fucked up enough yeah have
1: you guys ever seen the movie The Martian with Matt Damon
0: yes yes.
1: Okay, do you, do you guys remember, and I'm not confirming that obviously this is a statistic, but they are, they literally took two years to get from Earth to Mars, just travel time. They haven't even gotten there yet. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how long it actually takes to get to this planet, but it's sure as shit. Like, I'm pretty sure it takes a week to get to the moon. Like, I, I believe you, don't, you don't just pop into space and, you know, you're there. It, it, it takes a while, like you're far, like you're, you're really far. So Mars is wild. Like the fact that NASA can do all this stuff is banana lands.
3: It takes about three days and six hours to get to the moon.
1: Wild. How long does it yeah. take to get to Mars?
3: One second, please. Please hold. <laughs> <laughs> about seven months. <laughs> seven months. That's, funny. Seven that's not months. bad. Seven that's months.
1: Wild. That's wild. That's wild.
0: Wait till they figure out some fucking uh, premium gas for that shit and we cut it down to five, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're, now we're cooking.
3: I That's wonder if a big part of that is just because you're like coasting through space or what. I guess
0: you kind of have to line up the trajectory in a bit of a different
3: way. I don't know, yeah.
0: dude. Wouldn't that be something if you're like 10% of the way there like, hey, uh, mission abort. Your trajectory is fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we so you guys it. are
3: actually going to go round Mars and come back, and then we're going to try relaunching and see how that goes the second <laughs> time around. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the guy's like, "Hey, dude, I did my calculations wrong. That was a six, not a nine. My bad." Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same number, just upside down. Little confusing.
0: <laughs> yeah, my bad. My brain was fried. Um, okay, yeah. my uh, I'm going next. My internet story is uh, it's something I'm passionate about. It's the uh, it's the Twitch hot tubbers. They're coming under fire here, guys um some of the <laughs> biggest some of the biggest streamers are on twitch they're pissed off because of these people that are just shortcut in the system they have no passion for gaming and they're just out here people literally have i told you guys i i've talked to ralph about this josh have i told you what people do no <laughs> okay so it's like literally it's like very sexy women are just like women doesn't have to be sexy they literally buy an, an indoor hot tub or just like an inflatable it's hot tub. It's not even an indoor. Yeah, hot sorry, tub. It's, it's not an inflatable an kiddie pool, dude. Yeah, it's a no. It's it's an it's an inflatable hot tub. They are a thing. I've been in one before, but they literally <laughs> put <laughs> it smack dab. Tub. They put it smack dab in the middle of their living room, and like they just put on a bikini and start like doing a Twitch stream, and Chill they do things. Like, yeah, they pretty much do things where like, hey, if you if you sub, which is like paying for a subscription, like pay five bucks to the channel, um, I'll put I'll like write your name on things, or like I'll mention your name, or it's like. It's basically it. it's like so software porn so on twitch
1: doing, so all they're doing is they are making pornhub great again because it got shut down yeah. originally that's literally what they're doing
3: yes dude there was Pretty i much. was also so after you sent me one of those links elijah it's now permanently on my recommended twitch channels so thank you so yeah. much for that um <laughs> there was i think there was somebody doing doing that but just while doing asmr at the exact same time and i'm like what the fuck is this see, like, i've seen the asmr
0: ones too and i'm kind of like oh, all right like i'm not not as judgy and on that one that one kind of seems like a niche therapy you know where it's like some people go to a doctor some people see a counselor some people go on to twitch and listen to asmr that's totally yeah, fine. true but oh the, like I, I was reading an article and i saw there's some big streamers up in the twitch community that are not happy they are fucking choked because these people are like yeah, they get like 15k viewers per person. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. They, and they make they make good money. Just like I just can't imagine them, what right. happens when you turn the camera off. You're like, all right, well, fuck. Do I turn this hot tub off? What do I do? Do I drain it? Like, yeah. <laughs> now you just got this giant hot tub in your living room. Do you
3: leave it till tomorrow? <laughs> how annoying
0: is that? I think so. I think once we we've talked with this, this is a stipulation for a lot of our good ideas. Once we can get together, Josh, can you measure just how much space you have in front of your couch? It's funny that you say this. I've seen guys doing it. It doesn't work the same i don't know i've seen this is not there, was, there was
3: a guy who used to follow on youtube and he was like really really popular on youtube and he started a Twitch channel and then i think they did an episode where they did the exact same thing it's him and two of his buddies just hanging out in a hot tub answering questions <laughs> dude. the exact same bullshit and these guys maybe have like a thousand viewers only and this is for a guy with a big channel already
0: yeah
3: so it's kind of like
0: just not the same
3: dude sex sells well, dude sex does sell man and when uh, you are have- kind of sex but no. other kinds of sex. Dude,
1: yeah. there, there has to be a community of women that love milk bags for bodies. There has to be.
3: <laughs> dad bods. <laughs> yeah, dude. we just... Dad bod pod. Oh, coined that real quick.
1: Oh shit.
0: trademark oh, it! Damn it.
3: Dad, dad, bod pod. Dad, bod dad,
0: pod. Pod. dad
3: bod pod. Fuck.
0: Oh, oh dude.
1: Rap. Write that down. We're talking about <laughs> R- Write
3: that down, write that down. And actually
1: Google Google that podcast and see if anyone actually has it. Yeah.
0: I could see anyway. it being taken already. I'm pessimistic yeah, it about it. Yeah, it is.
3: Probably dad bod pod. No Bad free pod. ads. All right.
1: no free ads. Fuck yeah. you, dad bod pod. It's a
3: fucking workout podcast. That's ironic. <laughs> oh, we're losers, dude.
0: <laughs>
3: if help they actually work
0: out, we should we should bring them on. Helps yeah, people yeah. redefine
3: their dad bods. Workouts. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: all right, boys. My yeah. internet's late on me. And again, this is gonna be coming on like a somber note, or just kind of like a fucked up one. All right, uh, fuck. So, last uh, couple episodes ago, I think I talked about, whoa, Vicky. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you guys heard what's been happening with Lil Tay?
0: No, I, I saw
1: something and oh, I couldn't read it, but c- it just
3: appeared. Custody deals or something like that amongst her parents, right? Dude,
1: I, I read into this story. Yeah. And I don't know how I should feel. So. Really? Basically, what's happening is, for people that don't know, Lil Tay, Woe Vicky, and the fucking Catch Me Outside girl are just a bunch of trash bag people. They're trash bag kids that essentially make their, like, make <laughs> millions of dollars just making fucked up videos and, like, flexing on everyone, and they're basically better than us in every single way. Financially, yes. at least. Yes. Anyways, So now, Lil Tay's, I think the girl is nine years old. She's young. Like, she is, is not... She? She, yeah, she's maybe 13, not really sure. 11 years old. So now it's been put out to the media and the public that apparently her dad and her stepmom are like very abusive towards her and have been stealing essentially all of her money because she's a kid and she doesn't actually have a bank account in her name because she doesn't she's not old enough like she's not a like she still has a she's parent nine. or guardian
3: <laughs> she has 2 so. million followers yeah yeah
1: yeah 100% and when you look on her instagram because i started following her after i read the story and it is pictures of like her like bruised and shit and it's apparently her instagram is now ran by her brother who is you know accusing his pa- or his dad and his girlfriend of like exploiting her and trying to get custody so they can get all of her money. So it's really fucked up and it's really sad in a way because I used to think I'm like, fuck, Lil Tay hasn't made, girl makes you know thousands of dollars a day and she's just a spoiled little brat. And then you read this and whether or not it's true or not or whose side you fall on, it's just, it's nuts. And now apparently there's a GoFundMe for $250,000 for Lil Tay. I don't know what it's for, but apparently people are saying it's a scam because it's being ran by like the family. So they're saying like, all this is just a giant hoax and they're just trying to get money now. Like they're even trying to exploit her even more by lying about what's happening, how there's kind of two sides, like brother protecting her sister and the parents are big, bad people. When really, Lil Tay is actually still being abused and they're dividing up their family, trying to get money. So I don't know, no idea what's happening with it, but it's actually kind of sketch, to be honest.
3: Dude, that's fucked up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some... and and you think, you know, how all these little little kids get famous and shit, and you think it, you know, oh, they're they're so rich and all that. But dude, look at um, oh, who's the for, Who's the defenseman for the Blue Jackets, Laja? The one that uh, his parents bankrupt him. Oh, Jack, Jack Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, like I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. You know, all of his money's in his parents' name, which I thought was actually a dumb idea because this guy's a grown ass man. He's like 27 years old. However, yeah. nonetheless, it's like this kid has no power, and I yeah. think it's so fucked it's up. Insane. It's yeah. insane. Anyway,
0: I would say the the weird thing about childhood, or like uh, like child superstars especially in now nowadays where it's not like it's not your child superstar because tlc you're a child superstar because of like tiktok or instagram or Mm -hmm. something like that which is like 10 times more toxic than tlc the it's almost i'm finding it seems to be a guarantee that if you're any kind of famous there for having like a a brash personality or just like you know being like Lil tay where you're kind of i don't know how to describe it you're just like very uh out there it yeah, usually yeah. means your parents are pretty fucked. Like, mm-hmm. I like you. I have the same reaction you do. You kind of look you're at them like, and you're like, upbringing. "Yeah, you're like cringe." Pisses me off. Like, I don't like watching. You. It's kind of annoying. It's what I don't like. But then you, yeah. like, you kind of you get that sad note because you're like, "Dude, if this is the way you are at nine, there's a fucking reason for it, and it's because mm-hmm. your dad's junked, yeah. And Your mom, I don't know where your mom is. Like things like that. And that's what's. And it's almost a guarantee with these kids.
1: And even when you think about, um you know, the Catch Me Outside girl, Danielle Bregoli. Dude, there's yeah. a reason why she was on Dr. Phil. Everything else is a yeah. byproduct of her having a fucked up child. Like you go on Dr. Phil when you're fucked up. If you're on that show, there's something wrong. And the fact that yes. she got famous from it, like is so it's wild to me. And even when you think about even celebrities that got famous when they were young, like dude, Justin Bieber did not talk to his mom for like four years. Yeah. Because yeah. he was he was a shithead. Like he was doing drugs. He was a bratty kid that thought he was sick when he was sixteen to twenty years old, as most teenage boys are. You know, it's it's Hollywood, and it's just like that life just fucks with these kids' minds because they're still developing in those years.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, so, and like what? How? Even if you were a normal parent, dude. Like, I'm trying to think of like the Demelios, the t- TikTok people, and like they're not cringy. Like, or they're not like the same as Lil Tay or those people? but they're the same in the sense like tons of money by the time you're like sixteen as a parent you know I wouldn't know what it? the fuck to, do. you know i wouldn't know what it? the I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it as a parent I'd be like dude I don't want my kid to have this much money I don't want any of us to have this much money right now this is crazy yeah, yeah like what do you do because because the, then if you start taking their money all of a sudden you're one of those parents you know
1: yeah well it's the old same money money changes people whether you like it or not for good or for worse you know yeah. it changes you Agreed, so.
0: anyway that's my right.
1: story i just thought it was kind of fucked up and pretty sad when you kind of you know, we all make fun of this type of shit. And then, like, this stuff happens, and you're like, wow, these people are kind of fucked up. And it's not all, you know, LA sunsets and shit in the Hollywood Hills. So. Yeah.
0: It ain't yeah. all sunshine and rainbows, that's for sure, with these people. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyways, episode 40, that's in the books right now. Um, I'm going to get to editing this episode. I'm going to throw on the clap sync. And, oh, you're editing it. Yeah. Sick. I'm going to, you know what I'll do, Raph? I will edit the first part. I'll no. make sure. Yeah, I'll edit that no. first part. I'll fix it up for you. Mm-hmm. I'll send it over. No. Beautiful file coming your way. Uh, episode 40, DraftKings promo code THPN at sign up. Uh, I got a hiccup that really will help the boys out. So you know what to do, folks. We'll see you on Tuesday. See or you on Thursday boys. for the podcast listeners. Bye. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. <laughs>